We are live. We are at Excelsior and Grand. We are here in the jewelry store. We are here with chocolates. We are here with cards. Listeners walking in, saying hi. It's been a while. I know. We haven't done a remote in a long time. I know, but it's really fun to see everybody. And if you're looking for a gift idea still, this is a great place to come. The shop girls will be here after us today, so you've got plenty of time to come and shop. We were just looking. There's this really cute card behind us. It says, uh, I still adore you, even after being trapped with you and our children, month after month after month after month. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Such Day. Such a cute one. I know, right? Like, you may be sick of your person, but they're still your person. They are still. <laughs> All right. Uh, at the beginning of the hour, we do the top two in hour two. Give me the old one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two, will you? All right. Do you want me to start? Sure, go ahead. I interviewed a guy yesterday that has a company that's based out of Minneapolis called Kind Lips. Okay. And it is lip balm. Okay. And they're great lip balms, organic, gluten-free, natural... But what I really loved about his company, his name is Jason Newman, is he started it because he was thinking about like just ways to be more kind, right? And the words you say to others or to yourself can precipitate people's good feelings, right? Yeah. So a, the story that he told me was a woman uh, who was a school teacher bought 34 kind lip chapsticks for her classroom because she said she had a really unruly classroom. Yeah. And she gave each of the kids a tube of this chapstick and they kept it in their desk. And whenever anybody was saying something unkind in the classroom, the kids would all be like, you need to put on your kind lips. Oh, cute. And she turned her classroom around and it became literally like one of the best classrooms in the school. Oh. All because everybody was aware of how you talk to others, how you talk to yourself. 20% of all the profits go to anti-bullying organizations. So if you see it at Patina, if you see it, it's going to be at Whole Foods. They have it at Cub Foods. It's a local guy. Pick it up. Kind lips. Oh, cute. That's really cute. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Okay. Um, all right. So my first one is actually a new bar out in Stillwater uh, called The Wild Hair. And I went out there the other day, met my friend Eric, and we had a drink. And it was, um, it's from the owners of the Velvet Velveteen Speakeasy, if you've sure, done that. Sure, in Egan. 
No, in Stillwater. Oh, yeah. Wait, why did I? There was a. Oh, I'm thinking of a you're different thinking, speakeasy. You're thinking Volstead. Yeah, this thank is you. Velveteen Speakeasy, and it's um, and it's just right in Stillwater, like up the hill a little bit. Um, and they, uh, but they've opened this new place called the Wild Hair. It's right across from the co-op and right down from the Crosby Hotel. And I love what they're doing. The idea is that they are doing um bar food, like it's a dive bar, you know, but it's got some '90s flair to it. But the big thing is that they want to make sure that it's like a healthy dive bar so and in the ways that it's not and i was the the blog that i did was like it's not an annoying healthy where everything is like preaching at you it's just that they've got burgers they've got cheese curds they've got french fries chicken wings all those things but they just give you the options too and everything that they're using as far as like everything that is fried is gluten-free but they're using they're using you know like a chickpea flour for it Mm -hmm. and it's really good like we had cheese curds that were fried that you would never know were gluten-free right you know absolutely and so that's the big thing to me is like they were just saying they're using all they're not using franken foods if you want a veggie burger they'll make you a veggie burger right you know real black beans cauliflower and and falafel you know it's not going to be impossible foods it's not going to be a franken food so i just thought it was an interesting thing and i think it's a really it's a small little space but it's got great it's got a great vibe to it I love so it. it's in Stillwater. it's if you want if you're like thinking about going down there and like doing the ice maze or hanging out like that's a good stop i saw their logo on your story and it was just adorable yeah i love i love that logo that's yeah, my really kind of artsy logo. yeah um okay try to like brace yourself but okay. i i did what you told me to do for once wait what <laughs> i know it's gonna be hard for you to get your mind around i don't this, know if i even know where i am right i'm now. sitting there and i'm like okay i need to get a valentine's day gift like eh, we just got back from mexico like i don't want to run into the mall what am i gonna do he can't he can't really taste lots of things <clears throat> yeah he can't smell he doesn't love like chocolates and sugar and he's allergic to vanilla. Like my husband's getting very complicated. Yes. So what did I do, Stephanie March? I don't know. I took your advice and I went to Jay Morton's uh, meat market oh, at good. 50th in France. Yeah. And I walked in and Dan was real helpful. Dan's great. I got. He's a spoon stable alum. Okay. I got a. Wagyu ribeye. Yes. That is way more than I thought it was going to be, but it'll be a delicious meal for us. And I thought it'd be fun for him. Like, talk about, you could really see the difference in the meat cuts. Just the amount of fat in it. Listen, the marbling on those Wagyus. Like, they don't, they're not, they are, you're paying top dollar because they're getting the best stuff Yeah. So, I was... So I got that, and then he. I also got him some foie gras, which he loves. Oh, great! And I was like, here. The, and then I got a duck breast uh-huh. because we've been talking about wanting to eat more duck, and I don't really know how to prepare it too well. But he had some ideas, so that was his gift. That's his gift for Valentine's Day. So I was like, you can thank Stephanie March because he really liked you. it. Oh, he did. You yeah. guys already ate it. No, oh. but he oh. liked the idea, and yeah. we were going to go to the lake and have a special meal together. We'll do it probably next week. But yeah. 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 No, the A5s, you know, I mean, like it's spendy. And like, so that's the thing. Like, you know, when I think about people like I don't necessarily need diamonds or things like that. I'm not saying I'd turn a diamond down. <laughs> In case but I'm anyone's just, coming by. Just if anyone wants to drop by one. But I'm just saying like if someone got me a really beautiful like piece of, you know, steak or like some chocolates that I would never buy for myself. That's a beautiful yeah. gift. I love that idea. So oh, Jade Morton's Meat Market yep. is my second top two. And they're just right at 50th in France mm-hmm. in Edina, uh, the old caribou space. So I love that. All right. My second one is actually going to be <laughs> an ode 
to a dive bar, which is in Excelsior, and it's called Haskell's. It's the Port of Excelsior. Boy, that bar is a fun one, but it is divey. It is. You it meet is, the weirdest people in there. It's the best <laughs> space, and I know it's, and we refer to it as the Dirty H because it's Haskell's, and it's like, you know, you wouldn't think about Haskell's doesn't own any other restaurants. Like, that's it. It's yeah. just this port of call. And why did they, it's weird that they even own it. It's I mean, like, right? Yeah, and it's, it's funny. It is literally the part of Excelsior. It's the old school part of Excelsior. Excelsior is very she-she lately with a new hotel, yep. you know, and the golden rule and like, oh, they have a fairball blanket store, like all of these beautiful things. But like, like the dirty H still. Yeah, stands. T- it's a town bar. <laughs> it's a town bar and it's right by the lake and it's just great. But here's the thing. You go to the dirty H and you get a prime ribbed grilled cheese sandwich and it is a life-changing experience. <laughs> I know you guys just like, I'm like literally prime ribbed and grilled cheese on white bread. And they give you the jus to dip it in and horseradish sauce and it's everything. Okay, so prime rib sandwich. So is it like shaved or yeah. thick or cut? No, it's it's shaved. And it's just like, and it's usually a little pink and it's just got, you know, it's like kind of saucy and like and the perfect the cheese amount and the griddling and everything. It's everything. Okay, this is going to be a weird question. Yes. Can you tell like, so sometimes you have prime rib on a Friday night at a restaurant and then the next day they use it like for a special, they make hash or something. Can you tell like when meat has been reheated? Because it gets a different taste. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about you that. You can't with this taste thing. that. Well, I don't. Well, know. not with this particular sandwich, uh, oh, but just in oh. general. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I. I think that you have a different experience with in different ways. If you're eating it like a fork and knife knife cut, yeah, that's a whole different thing than if you're having it like a shaved, you know, like a beef sandwich thing. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I don't even think that they're the same. You know what I mean? Like, so even though they're the same meat, so I guess yes. Yeah, so but you I don't can know tell. if it's the next day or not. I don't know if it's the next day or not. Right. Or just a different prep. Yeah, and it could just be the reheating. Something happens to the meat, and it's not a bad flavor. It's just a different flavor. Huh. So anyway, okay. thinking about that. Okay. But that's not sandwich sounds real good. No, it's amazing. And if you're out there, uh, Excelsior is having, of course, the pond hockey, the U.S. National Pond Hockey Tournament out there. So if you're out there and you want to pop in, like the thing about the Dirty H and, is that it is just, and it's, it's Excelsior, it's Haskell's. If you're looking it up, it's Haskell's Port of Call. And you basically, you know, it's just like you can get, you know, like a, any kind of tap beer. And it's just like a regular, you get burgers, you can get fries, you can get a Reuben, all that kind of stuff too. So it's just very chill space but it's right there on uh main street so it's a great little dive bar it is it truly is uh okay and we're good yeah that's it that's it for top two an hour two when we come back i'm gonna just give you a couple of ideas for things to cook that if you're like oh i want to cook something but i want to try something new i have an idea that i did that i really liked that i think would be an easy nice valentine's day dinner all right we'll be right back you're listening to the weekly dish presented by our friends at makers mark all right everybody we are at Max's and Excelsior. Sorry, I keep stepping on oh, your Oh, that's corn. okay. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish, the radio show where we talk to you all about things to eat, things that are fun. Uh, we are at Max's. It is at Excelsior and Grand. And so many just great gift ideas in here. There's a whole wall of beautiful candles, beautiful jewelry. Also, if you have a man in your life, they have a little section that has some really unique men's bracelets, men's rings. Yeah. And kind of more for like the sporty masculine guy. Yeah. I guess would be how I would describe them. I really like them. Um, And they have beautiful uh, black pearls here. Just the jewelry is really unique. If you're somebody that's looking for charms, I've had a couple of charms that I've purchased from here. Also uh, some beautiful diamonds. If you're interested in that, like a more modern kind of presenting 
uh, ring. And then, of course, the chocolates and the cards. And so, uh, Stephanie? Yes. I made something yeah. that I think is real easy and would be a great thing for people to make for Valentine's Day. Okay. And here's what it is. Okay. You take dark chocolate Oreos. And Oreos come in lots dark of flavors. Dark chocolate ro- Oreos? Yeah. They're dark chocolate, and then they have a dark chocolate filling. Oh. You can use thins, or you can use, you know, full strength, whatever. And then you mix in butter, and you press that into the tart pan, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you're just taking, You crush like, them up. Okay, you crush up the cookies. Okay, crush, crush up the cookies. Give me some instructions. Yeah, I will. Okay, <laughs> so put them in your food processor, crush them up. See? Whole package. Okay. Then you're going to add uh, half a stick of butter. Okay. And you're going to melt that, and so you get sort of this slurry. Yeah. You press that into a pan, a tart pan. You could even use a regular pan if you wanted to, though it would be harder to get out. But yep. And then you bake it for 10 minutes. Okay. Okay? And this recipe is on my website, so stephaniesdish.com. But then what you do is you take the um, chocolate, dark chocolate chips and good ones. I use the Scharfenberger 70% yep. cocoa. Yep. And then you mix in a quarter cup of raspberry jelly. So you melt this chocolate chips. Okay. You yeah, mix in the time. raspberry jelly. So the, the jelly goes in with the chocolate, the melted chocolate. Correct. Okay. And you're also going to add... Does that, like, what's the consistency of that? Am I looking at, like... You're adding a cup of heavy cream, too. Okay, okay. There we go. So you get a ganache. Okay. And you put this raspberry jelly in with this ganache. Mm-hmm. Then you pour that into your tart, and then you bake it. You top it off with sea salt when you're done. Okay. It is really easy. Yeah. But... And it's super rich. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, Because it's like, real oh, chocolatey. God. So, you know, you want a small piece. But... It was it was so good and it it's delish. so easy. Yeah. Delish. And I'm not a big Oreo cookie crust person, like but I thought, well, I'll try this. This seems like a good thing. And yeah. also if you are like somebody that likes a vanilla, like you could do a vanilla crust. They have all different kinds of Oreos. You could do a peanut butter Oreo crust. Yes. And then fill it with ganache and do okay. like a peanut butter and jelly tart. Okay. Wouldn't that be cute? That would be super cute. If you have like someone in your life, like some people are just crazy about, I don't know why I have peanut butter and jelly on the brain. You but seriously do. It's because I saw it at <laughs> Mr. Paul's. But so that would be just like if you have someone in your life that just loves a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sure. We'll use a peanut butter Oreo and then make the chocolate ganache and then use the grape jelly if you want and put it in and you have a peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. No, I like that. That's a cute, that's a very easy, but also comes across as like you did a lot of work. Yes. You know and the kids like it, yep. obviously. And adult, it looks fancy enough for adults. Yeah. Well so done. that's the chocolate raspberry tart. I'll put that on the Facebook page. Um, okay. Here's another thing that I made that I want to tell you about. Okay. And I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. It is a winter citrus cake. Yeah, those are kind of big right now. Yeah, so we, what you do is you really slice thinly citrus, any kind. Then Clementines, you, grapefruit, blood oranges, blood oranges, whatever. pomelos, whatever. Then you have to, you cut them really thin. Then you have to cut off the rind, which takes a little bit of expertise, and you do that with a paring knife. You cut the, the pith. Wait, so the very, the outside, the Correct. skin. The skin. Could you, could you do that before you slice them? I mean, like, couldn't you, like, like peel them and then, you know what I mean? Like, s- peel them and no. then? Okay. Here's why. Okay. Because it will fall apart. Oh, okay. And you want the slices thin and to hold together. Got it. Okay. So, you then take your pan. It can be a square pan. In this case, I use a square pan, but I did it twice. I did a rounded pan. It looked nice, too. Okay. And then you put your thin citrus that you have de-pithed and de-peeled 
and you lay it down in the pan, a, a greased pan. Okay. Then you're going to pour a simple syrup over it. Then you make like a cake or a pound cake or, and I have a recipe for this too, but generally you make the cake, pour that on top. The batter. Correct. So then you bake it and you get the cake done, you know, 35 minutes or whatever it is. And then you invert it and mm-hmm. flip it upside down and you have this beautiful, like almost like stained glass citrus situation on the top with this gooey sort of layer of the citrus and the juiciness of the um, simple syrup that has kind of then mushed into the bottom layer of the cake. Nice. Yeah, it was a really good one. So you did. So it didn't matter to you what cake you made. It just was mostly about. Yeah. So this is a technique that you could pick your cake. Correct. If you need to. Okay. And it was kind of like a pound cake, a white cake. I, sure. I used just a white cake. Um, I just made flour, sugar, you know, nothing fancy. Right. Because you do get a lot of flavor from the citrus. I was going to say, you probably don't want to make it like a ginger cake. That might be too much. Maybe. Maybe you could do a ginger cake. If you maybe did it with like, yeah. um, like here's, a lemon here's or, what, yeah, maybe. I would maybe do like a ginger cake and then here's a weird thing. This I would, is why I love you. I know. Because you like, it's not. It, no, she, it's it good. It goes to the next level but of like, Stephanie-ness, which is always different than mine. Yeah, no, that's love. the thing is like, because uh, I don't follow recipes as much as I just go, ooh, what if we did this? And you get like really inspired. What if I would have put some rosemary in that simple syrup and made rosemary citrus ginger? That, Yum. to me, sounds good. I don't know why. Fantastic. I just said sounds good. And it sounds like it would be good if you did it like a bread. Yes. So we make, like, we like rosemary breads. Yes. If you made it, like, in a bread pan. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the effect would be the same. Yeah. This is. I like the fact that it's a technique and not, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's a technique. Yes. Like, we can apply this instead of it just being a recipe. It's a technique. And then it would be a really fancy bread. Yeah. Okay. Here's another technique. Okay. Let's do it. This is controversial, but generally <laughs> salmon is real boring. Well, it's I mean, unctuous and I like the texture, but just cooking and people cook salmon to death. I know. Okay. Well, you mean overcook it? All the not time. Just not, not just like frequency. But you're talking about it's like they Both. make it dry. People you're eat right. it too much <laughs> and they farm it. Controversy. And then I, you, they cook it Ellen to death. Does. Yeah. Okay. So... Salmon usually is just like, wah, wah. Now, there is an Eli salmon recipe that Ina Garten had from long ago that had garlic and soy sauce and ginger, and you made like a marinade, and you poured it on the top of the salmon, and then you broiled it. Okay. That's a good way to go. Another good way to go is like a Dijon mustard rubbed on top of the salmon and then fresh herbs topped up on top of that. Yep. Sometimes you could have a gratin, like a little breadcrumb crust, but you don't need to. That's another good way to go. Okay. But... I had to make a recipe with goat cheese. Yep. And I was like, okay, like goat cheese on top of salmon, would that work? And then I mixed it with basil pesto. Yeah. So instead of just having pesto on top of salmon, which recipes call for, yep. I mixed it with the goat cheese and I put it on the top and then I broiled it. Yeah. And it like something about the cheese and the fat in the cheese that married with the salmon fat was really delicious a great mouthfeel oh easy it looked fancy you could just serve it with like white rice or with side of potatoes or just even vegetables or greens would be spectacular it was super good good so baked salmon with pesto and herb goat cheese crust yeah i have not the salmon with cheese thing was like a moment of like really but then i would trust that i would trust that and the leftovers would be great mixed in pasta yes oh yeah 
Super well, there you good. go. Okay. Those are my ideas There's for quick stuff. Valentine's Day ideas. Okay. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. All right. Excuse me while I swallow my chocolate caramel that I just ate. Oh, my God. Stephanie just did a little taste test during the break there that I'll post on our show page. But there's a lot of brown butter bourbon caramels here that you guys know that like that's my jam. Yeah, and her and Polly just ate one that was oh. delicious. What's it called? Wait, was it Andre? We missed it. Here we go. Just so you know, it's Andre's. Uh, Kansas City Whiskey Caramel Chocolate Drops. And there's Woo! three round, like, little balls in the box. Yeah. And you can drop one into a cup of coffee, apparently. Or Stephanie was just like, drop you it in can your just face. eat it in your face. <laughs> yeah, put it in your face. Just eat it. Just eat it. Okay. I did a whole research expedition on wings. Okay. Coming up on the Super Bowl... I just don't think that you can have a Super Bowl without having chicken wings. That's a personal thing at our house, but... And you're making them. Well... I made so many wings that I probably won't be making them for the Super Bowl because I'm winged out. Are you winged out? Well, because I wanted to figure out, I have this air fryer, right? So I had a recipe that I perfected two years ago for oven-baked chicken wings when the coronavirus first happened. Right. Because I wanted chicken wings and we weren't eating in restaurants at that time. So I was like, how do you get a crispy wing at home? Yep. So the way you do it is you shake the the wing in cornstarch, flour, People, you can use uh, non-alkaline baking powder, and then you refrigerate it for at least an hour or up to overnight. Okay. So the wing really, it gets dried out, and then you bake it. Yeah. And then you dunk it in sauce halfway through, flip oh. it, and finish baking it. Okay. So that's how you can get a really great crispy oven-baked wing at home, and I do have that recipe on my site. So I was like, okay, now I have an air fryer. Like, how do I, everyone's like, oh, air fryer makes the best chicken wings. And there, I did them a couple ways. One recipe called for five minutes in the Instant Pot first. Oh. So I Instant Potted a pile of wings for five minutes. Then I took them out, and then I put them in the air fryer, and I had a dry rub on those. I used a 112 wing blend seasoning. Yeah. They were good, because I, re- I like a very cooked wing, but yeah. they were too cooked. Oh, like all of the fat rendered out in the oh, instant pot yeah. and then you put them in the air fryer and they just didn't have enough to keep them moist. Yeah. So I ate them. <laughs> I, I mean, you're you not, know, not gonna. I just dunked them in a lot of sauce and still ate them. Right. But least favorite of the wings that I did. Okay. And a simple air fryer wing that was just uh, rubbed and put rubbed with spice and put in the air fryer. I think I want to say I did it for 10 minutes. And again, I have these recipes online. It was good. It was good. And then I dunked it afterwards. I used a little hot sauce afterwards and did a hot butter and, and uh, jerkies. Sure. And shook it. And that was the sauce. But it was like... I'm trying to figure out, honestly, I'm still stuck on the Instant Pot a little bit because I'm trying to figure out why you would. Like, what is, what is the theory behind them, someone recommending to cook it before you air fry it? Kind of, I think, like get the people make ribs. Either to get the fat out yeah, or but, to make it fall off the bone. You know how people boil ribs and then finish them? Yeah, but that's like there's a lot of different differences between ribs and chicken wings. Like the meat, the relaxing of the tissues and everything else, that's a different reason to do it. I just don't know why anybody, why you would pre-cook to pre-cook. I, it wasn't I great. I mean, I'm just, I'm wondering. So, okay. Okay. Um, All right. So moving on. So, so you like the air fryer, the straight up air fryer, but it wasn't amazing. You didn't love it. I just, I was like, what I liked about it was it was a quicker presentation and it went faster. Yeah. 
I mean, they looked really good. Here, here they are. They're super crispy. Yeah. I'm just showing her a picture. Sure. And, you know, you cooked them in the air fryer and then you tossed them. What I liked the best is I, I really like hot honey. I'm kind of becoming addicted to hot honey on everything. So I put hot honey in the sauce. So that's a good recipe. Okay. And if you have an air fryer, like, yeah, you should try it. They, they're, they're basically like kind of taste the same as fried wings in a restaurant. So if you're at home and you're trying to get something that's close to that, yeah, um, I would try that. I also went back through, I have now 38 pins on my Pinterest page of chicken wing recipes. Okay. So I went back through and I was like, oh yeah, these ones are good. Do you, do you just make chicken wings ever? No, I don't. Okay, we do this all the time. No. I don't even know why I've become sort of obsessed with it. Yeah, I don't, I haven't made them since like two years ago at Super Bowl and I made a bunch and then my house smelled weird. And this is why I my air like, fryer's in the free yeah, in the and, garage. And I mean, that was just, I think, I think I just did oven bake. I don't think I did anything else. And I just didn't, I didn't, it just wasn't as good as if I'd gone to pick something else to pick them up. Yeah. And so I have that moment of like, I mean, I would rather just go get it and order it or have it delivered, you know, than I would well, to here's the do secret, it like friends. sort of sad. If you have an air fryer. Yeah. You get the wings from like Red Rabbit or oh, Red Cow, and then they come to your house yeah, and yeah. you like take them out of the boost little them. box and yeah. you, yes. And you know, I, my air fryer situation is just that I have that lid that goes over the Instant Pot and I, here's the here's the worst part of this. It's just, you don't get enough. Like I have to put like, you only get to put like six wings in there. I'm like, yeah. that's not enough wings. Well, and, the ninja- and then they have to do it for 20 minutes. Yeah. No. The ninja, like the round baskets, you set the wings up like little soldiers around the outside of the basket. Oh. That's yeah, how you, can't you do, do that. that in my lid one. So, you, you know, again, you can only make like eight wings. So it's almost like a, but if you have the Cuisinart air fryer, like I have the big one, you can make like, I think I made 16 wings is the most I could get on my pan. Does anybody, is anybody selling like, freezer wings for the air fryer you know what i mean like is anybody selling you in your freezer section like you know like like in the pizza roll section is there anybody selling wings that will go into your air fryer that were that are already seasoned and already breaded and all yes. the things they are okay. yes and a lot of people use their air fryer for frozen type foods like that that's like what the I, pizza right. rolls that's what like they do the, but that's why I was assuming there must be just chicken wings. Yeah, there in, is. Okay. I haven't seen Tyson them. has them. Okay. Probably. And they have boneless I mean, ones, well, too. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I, Lord knows I bought enough bags of dino buddies and chicken fingers <laughs> over the year. But I was thinking specifically like Already bone prepped in, and bone prepared. wings. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I guess if you're an air fryer person, like, yeah, yeah. try wings. I perfected it. I think the recipe is good. But and so your oven, do you still use just your oven to ever do it? Ever? I would go back to my oven in a minute. Yeah. I liked the air fryer wings and they were faster because they cooked in, I think it's 10 minutes yeah. versus the oven. Oh, it's okay. about 35 minutes. See, and that's, did you have to flip them? I did in flip your them. air fryer? No, not oh, no. in my air fryer. But in your oven, you did. In my oven, I did. Because in my little stupid air fryer lid, you have to like stop it halfway through. And I think flip you it. would just need to be done with that. <laughs> I know. Like it's not well, even. <laughs> I haven't used it in two years, so I'm just remembering from last time yeah. I did this because I'm like, eh. um, I would give it away if anyone wants it. Well, and yeah, I, I, I guess I want to be more excited about the air fryer chicken wings, and I did make a good recipe. But no, I would go back to the baked. Okay, I really just would. And here's a tip, though. Add hot honey. If you're going to be using any kind of, like, butter and hot sauce, just put a little bit of that hot honey in there. Yep. It gives it a little sweetness. It makes it a little have a little more heat. And by all means, make your own dip. And if you can't make your own dip, buy, like, good dip. Like, what do you mean dip? 
Like Salad Girl Dude Ranch is a good oh, dip. Oh, okay. I don't even see and I just go straight up. I don't want any creamy. I don't do any dip. I just go with like buffalo sauce. We do sauce, but then I, Kurt likes blue cheese. Yeah. So I, I would just make him a do, blue cheese sauce. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely, yeah. If you're going to do a blue cheese sauce. I should. make a tarragon ranch too. I just use sour cream, yogurt, a little bit of mayonnaise, lemon juice. I use tarragon, shaved garlic, and a little more lemon zest if I'm feeling fancy. Yeah. Salt, pepper. Yeah, this. mine is like is mayonnaise, creme fraiche, and buttermilk if I can get that yeah, all whipped I use together. Buttermilk if I have it. And then just a ton of dill and chives and maybe a little shallot chopped in there if I'm feeling real fancy. And that's my ranch. Yeah. We d- we have a similar sour, I think, palate yeah. versus sweet. Yep. Yep. When you eat real ranch dressing like out of the bottle, it is so sweet. It's almost like ketchup it's, to me. It is. And you're like, wait a minute. And I will take, I mean, I'm not a total purist. I will take like half a ranch and mix it with <clears throat> yogurt, lemon juice. I'll try to doctor it up to you try know, to make it right. not so cloying. Well, and I have a bunch of those packets of just me the seasoning. Too. And so that is fine. Like there's no sugar in that. And you just dump that into your like, sometimes you dump, but it does taste. It does give you sort of a flat taste. Have you ever had Mississippi roast with that though? No, you know I have not done the Mississippi roast oh, yet. Oh, it's so good. You take your pot roast. Yeah. You have a packet of ranch. You pour it on top of your pot roast. This is in a slow cooker. Then you take a jar of pepperoncini, yeah. the juice and the peppers. Yep. Dump that on top. I think cook that for six to eight hours, low and slow. Yeah, it's because I don't have a slow cooker. But Some, like the other thing is like it's funny we've talked about this. Mississippi- your instant pot's a slow cooker. Yeah, I know, but. We've talked about this roast for so long, right? And, like, I love the fact that this is, like, part of our, like, legend of the show kind of thing. And did you see, like, Sam Sifton tried one, did one for the first time in the New York Times? Like, no. <laughs> like, this last month or, or, like, a little while ago. I should find the link. But I was basically like, okay. Like, I feel sometimes, like, they co-opt our Minnesota, like, Midwest <laughs> thing. Even though it's called Mississippi Roast, right, right? Right, But I had the feeling of, like, oh, you so fancy now. You've got your Mississippi <laughs> Roast on. We've been doing that for a long time. The Minnesota Roast. Yeah, super, super good. Oh, and you know what else? Uh, do I have time to tell you about the last thing that you I have ate? one minute. Okay. I went to Dolores, is my mother-in-law, who makes delicious food. She made this recipe from Diane Kennedy that was a, it's called Red pork chili oh yeah and it's just pork uh meaty pork ribs yeah that are fall off the bone because they're slow cooked in a red guajillo chili sauce Ooh. oh god was yeah, it good so good just so good i'm gonna um find that recipe and i'll post oh, it oh that's a good one you would love it it's okay. a long slow braise that you would just be crazy about oh i love the long slow braise that's what i'm doing tomorrow i'm <laughs> i don't know what i'm braising but i'm braising you're gonna something. do it i'm gonna send you the recipe okay i'll Sounds put good. all these recipes on the facebook page if you ever are looking for recipes or you can't find what you need just send us a text an email an Instagram, any of the things, we'll find it for you. There You're it listening to The Weekly Dish, and when we come back, we are going to have We're wrapping the all of the story and the locals to love when we come back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today on this Valentine's-y, Super Bowl-y, big, big weekend Olympics. And people are coming in and shopping, so if you're not thinking about air fryer chicken wings, you might be thinking about jewelry, chocolate, Valentine's, bourbon balls, all the things. Salted caramels. Salted caramels. Oh, my God. I tell you what. Um, there's so many great things here. And there's so many great things, I think, to cook this week. I, I laughed with somebody that I was like, this is pretty much my favorite weekend because you can just either run around and do crazy things or you can order 
Chinese food to celebrate, like the Olympics. You yep. can even sit on your couch and celebrate Valentine's Day with people you love. You can cook with your friends. You, you can, can make Super Bowl snacks. Super Bowl snacks. Like, it's a reason to sit and eat chocolate, fried food, and fried rice. I made something else really good okay, but- that is super easy, and I just want people to make it. Do it. Say you know it. the recipe that was super big on TikTok? Like, you put the tomatoes, and then you add olive oil, and then you add some garlic, and you put a lump of feta cheese in the middle? Yeah. So instead of making that and putting it on pasta... I just added some thyme yeah. and just put it in a small cast iron skillet yeah. and roasted the heck out of it and just used it with bread. Yeah. And we just like, Whoa. well, here's, and there's actually somebody else was doing this. I think Bon Appetit had this. And this is the, for me, it's like not about the feta as much. And I know I love feta, but having it with the goat cheese. So they did their tomato roast. They put them in a pan, like you're saying, yep. they just roasted the heck out of them. And then they poured it over a couple of like hunks of, of go- of like goat cheese pulled no yeah no no goat cheese but not a log it was like crumbled they, a little yeah bit. so it almost looks like a caprese and I then totally they poured that over that and then they they did like grilled bread through it I was like this is this is yes. this is where I am I am with you on this and I don't need it to go anywhere else I just need this bread this cheese and these tomatoes oh, that's it yeah that's it and your suitcase and your thermos and my thermos you sound like the jerk I know <laughs> or Steve Martin all yeah. you need all is need. my thermos and all this. I need is my thermos yeah. and my cheese and my my bread. I need my cheese. And my goat cheese. That's right. That's it. Oh my goodness. I know it. Well, and we're talking about so many things going on. I want to let you know about a couple new things that are uh, happening. Well, first of all, let me tell you that I'm going to be out at the Chili Open today. If you guys are going to be out there, I'm judging Chili. She's in a red Maker's Mark hat and yeah. her long, glamorous fur coat. Yeah, I've got my favorite uh, fur coat on. I don't have the white mink because that one is in repair. But I do have the one that I bought at Goodwill for $28. It's beautiful. So- <laughs> and it's used. so It's totally vintage and used. So anyway, uh, but I'll be out at the Chili Open. I'm out there with uh, our friends Easy and Both Robs and Cody Matts. And we are just judging the chili and hanging out. So come on, if you're out there, give a good hey ho. Um, the but I did want to let you know some other things new that are in the in the works. Nine Mile Brewing is a new is the first brewery in, in Bloomington. Bloomington. I know I grew up on Nine Mile Creek Parkway. How is that a possibility that this is like the fifth largest city in the metro or in the state? Third in the Metro, and it's like their first brewery. It's so funny. Anyway, Bob Countryman, one of the guys who owns it, is a Laurentian. He is, and his sister went to college with me. So, oh, wait, now, because did you go to Lawrence? Yeah. Okay, in Appleton. Yeah. Okay, Kurt was just asking me where he went to college, and yeah. I was like, I think she went to Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Larry but then you. KU always sticks in my mind. But that's is that... where my daughter went. Okay, yeah, that's her. That's where Megan Got went. It. So, um, and actually, the, Matt went to Lawrence as well. My Matt. Okay. So, anyway, we have that. Uh, Nine Mile Brewing. They're over, kind of over by uh, the Vertical Endeavors down in Bloomington. In an industrial area, so go find them. Um, there is uh, there is a couple other things going on this weekend to let you know about stuff. If you want to pop over to Midtown Global Market today, if you're feeling a little bitter, if you need to just kind of get some stuff out, they do have a Shred the Love event at the Midtown Global Market today. Love. From 3 to 4, if you want to bring your divorce decree, you want to bring some <laughs> emails, maybe you know any sort of bad poetry that was written and given to you, they have a shredder there for you. They also have an anti-love pinata, which you are free to whack at. I love it. It's always good. At the St. Paul Farmer's Market tomorrow, they're having a chili situation yeah. there, too. Mm-hmm. No, today. Oh, is it today? I think it's today because they were calling it Super Bowl Saturday. Okay. And so I think it's today from 10 to noon. Um, and I think Which, they're doing samples of warm. And they're also you, they're having a food drive for a neighborhood house if you want to spread the love, if you will. Um, I did want to throw out the fact that, the, that Aki's Bread House is doing heart-shaped pretzels. 
Oh, cute. You can pick them up today. I think that you, if you order some, you can pick them up on Monday. But I'm just saying, I think they will have some there today. I, I like, I, I literally don't have time to go get them today. And that's all that I want. <laughs> so, so I wonder if they'll have on Monday. I know. I maybe, maybe they will. Um, and then, uh, like we mentioned, the North Loop Valentine's Day craft baby crawl earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. That's happening today and tomorrow, where you can just pop into these places. You know, it's like Fulton. It's like tw- number 12 Cidery, Axbridge, all Modest, I think. And you get like a passport and you get certain things like stamped and all that kind of good stuff. Um, on Sunday, letting you know that there is a St. Paul Brewings in St. Paul. They're doing a puppy love portrait, which is like bring your dog. Would you bring your dog? Would you bring grandma to go get your puppy love portrait? Like, go get a photo taken, like a love portrait. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. There's, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. And if you don't, I don't have a dog. But if you did, I would go with, uh, I would go just watching people to love up their dogs. Because I think that's great. It's so cute, right? Wouldn't you just go to, like, see everybody else's puppies? I would do that. I just love that as well. Absolutely. So, and you know, with your dog, it's all fun. It's very sweet. I know. We're in the... People love... And I was with a friend last night, and she's like, she's like, I know, I know. My dog is basically like my, you know, like my live-in partner, my best friend. And it's like, it's great. Nothing wrong with that. No, I think it's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. Love is love. <laughs> it is love. Nothing loves you more than your pet. Okay, so for the Super Bowl situation that's happening tomorrow, do you have a feeling about whether or not you would, who you would be rooting for? Do you even care? So you're um, gonna watch it? I only care about the Super Bowl for the food and the commercials. I do care about. Nope, I've seen all the commercials because they released some already, so that allure is gone. I, I am not. excited about the rap halftime show. Okay, the '90s halftime show. Very which is excited like, about that. Very so da, 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 so da, da, '90s. Da. Yeah, no, I'm real excited about that. For Ms. Mary J. Blige, she's my favorite. I know. And I don't own a Snoop Dogg record, but he does tickle me. And his cookbook is strangely good. His cookbook collaboration. <laughs> I don't know and if show, show with up, Martha though. Stewart. Because he, he's been sued for sexual he, harassment. There are, there's some allegations, and you never, you know what happens with allegations. He's going to show up. You think if, so? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep. We'll he's going to show up in all of his Snoop Doggery. Dr. Dre is going to be there. Yeah. Eminem's going to be there. I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah. I kind of liked the, uh, the rap scene in the day. In the 90s? Yeah. It's okay. going to be fun. I don't have, uh, I mean, I'm in, I'm going to, you know, I, I love them. But again, I'm like the worst person to have any sort of judgment on this. Because like, remember the year that Coldplay was on and everybody loved it? I was like, oh, I think it was, or everybody hated it. I was like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought Coldplay was all right. He was People just kind of a People love to hate Coldplay. That's the thing. How about, I mean, there's nothing, 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 stop, period, stop, better than the Prince Super Bowl halftime show in the rain. I mean, just of the, course I, I in fact i might have to watch that during instead, the game yeah. instead oh, of the instead game of. i might watch old super bowl halftime shows did you remember the bruce springsteen halftime show i don't remember no oh, it was kind of a dud, was it a dud? i love bruce but it was like what do you think of the last one was the weekend right great that was loved. great i thought, thought that it was great, great. Uh, katie perry thought oh, she was yeah, great the, the super shark fun. Was fun uh who else has done it uh um rihanna do you remember hers nope. hers was good no but beyonce's i remember yep and that was great uh nipplegate nipplegate was great great um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Justin Lots and uh, she talked Her about five was not recently. great. Oh no, terrible! I remember that as being like, "What are we doing here?" Like total, and I like like he's fine. They're fine, they're but fine. it's just like that was a dud too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Aerosmith, pretty good. Great, even though I felt like wow, nope. we trotted him out. <laughs> <laughs> Have the Rolling Stones ever done a halftime yeah, right? show? Have they? 
I don't know. We're out of our depth here. I know. We're we're reaching. We're reaching. Um, I will say, okay, so I normally have done Super Bowl with Jake and I and like sheep pan yep. nachos. That's been our total Super Bowl tradition. And I'm just like wondering, do I make myself a sheet pan of nachos just for myself? A half sheet pan, sure. A half sheet pan. Same thing. Yeah, I just suppose half. I could. That's a one personal pan portion. That's right a pan there. portion. <laughs> Personal pan. Personal pan. If a whole sheet pan is for two, a half sheet pan is definitely for one. That's true. Maybe. 2006. 2006, the Rolling Stones were in the Super Bowl. See, I might do that. I might just watch old Super Bowl halftime. really a great plan. I'm seriously here just for the commercials, and I can't have anybody in my house. Like, if Matt is going to come over, I can't have him talking during the commercials. No, no talking. No talking. So stop with that. That's why I can never go to a Super Bowl party. People talk through the commercials (laughs) and the halftime. This is the best part. This is why I'm here. I don't care. All right, folks. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Have a great Valentine. Find a Valentine. Be kind and spread love. Stay tuned for the shop, girls. Ciao, ciao.